Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I'm your host, Christina. If you follow my ministry, you know I am passionate about reviving and uniting the body of Christ in order to fulfill the Great Commission with extravagant love for one another and for a hurting world. I invite you today to join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and best of all, your testimonies of God's goodness in your lives. Thank you for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host Christina and I'm so happy to have you with me here today. I hope that you had a blessed and beautiful Christmas. I hope that you really felt the presence of our Savior with us you celebrated his birth on the earth. We had a wonderful Christmas here, just me and my little family. We really enjoyed it. Uh, We played one of our favorite games. I don't know if you guys have ever played this before, but it's like an old German tradition. And it's just something my family's done for quite a few years. We hide this pickle ornament in the tree. And whoever finds it, Uh, gets a special present. And every year I get these like chocolate Santas. That's the special present. In years past, my uh, little girl has been very, very upset that she did not find the pickle ornament. And so this Christmas, she finally found it. And I'm so thankful because she really wants that chocolate Santa. She enjoyed that little chocolate Santa to her little heart's delight. So <laughs> so I wanted to uh, have a conversation with you guys today. I know that 2021 is coming fast and I know we are all excited about it. 2020 was hard. So many things happened that we just were completely unexpected. I'm just believing for even better for 2021. So I know that when we start looking forward to the new year, we start really dreaming about what we want to do. And I want to kind of have a conversation with you guys today about our dreams. You know, the Lord, his wisdom is so beautiful and his His ways and his heart is so much higher than ours. And the way that he sees things is so different. You know, maybe there's been times in your life where you're like, okay, Lord, this situation doesn't look good. And he's like, nope, this is perfect. This is exactly where I want you. And, you know, in those moments, we have the opportunity to take his perspective and grow in him and come up higher into his reality and really begin to see things differently and live from the reality of heaven. The Lord has been speaking to me about the dreams of his heart and how different they are from ours. When we think of dreams, we think about accomplishments, buying our first home, getting married, having children, whatever those things may be, starting a podcast, I don't know. So, But God dreams a little bit differently. He dreams actually in people. I think that's such a beautiful thing. You are the dream of his heart. You are the God-created solution to the problems this world is facing. Your personality, your giftings, your talents, your opportunities, they're all uniquely arranged into the beautiful tapestry of you. 
You know that you're a unique person, never to be seen again upon the earth. Even your fingerprints are so unique. There's no other human being on the planet who has your fingerprints. The Bible says that we are so precious to the Father that He numbers the hairs on our heads. I think that's so amazing. He knows us so intimately to know how many hairs are on your head. That's so amazing. I don't even know how many hairs are on my own head, let alone my child's. I think it's so beautiful. He takes such time in creating such beautiful creatures like us. The beauty of you is irreplaceable. And that is why God hates sin so much, because it disfigures the beauty of his dream, you. You're created in the eyes of God, and you're intended to display his glory, his character, and do his will. When we see a problem in this world, we like to create a program, a project, a movement, but God sees so differently. When he sees a problem, he creates a person. And I love that Jesus was slain from the foundations of the world. And what that means is before we even sinned, God had a solution. The Godhead had worked it out. It's so amazing to me, the wisdom of God is so beautiful. And it's just something I love to ponder. I think about Jesus standing there, slain from the foundations of the world. He's bearing the image of the scars of the crucifixion. And yet the enemy had no idea that he would come in human flesh and take on the condition of man. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. It's just beautiful to me. Jesus coming to earth was the dream of God. He was the solution for our sin. And when we place our faith in him, we are credited with the gift of righteousness. This gift is graciously given to us based on the work of Jesus and not by our religious law keeping. God places the desires of his heart into his children's heart in order to reach a hurting, dying world, including the desire to evangelize and tell people about Jesus. And when you begin to see people the way that he sees them as his dreams, as his beautiful dreams, you're able to honor and receive from the beauty of the person sitting next to you. I see the dreams of God sitting on street corners. I see them lying down in alleyways. I see them scrounging for food in dumpsters. And it breaks my heart. Our ministry mandate is to reach the lost, minister to the hurting, and declare the extravagant love of God. We bring together every denomination to help fulfill the Great Commission. We just want to reach people with the good news of Jesus. I love ministering on the streets. It's one of my favorite things to do. And when we begin to tell people about how valuable they are to God, the result is astounding. We invite them to make Jesus their personal Savior. And we declare over them the truth of what He's accomplished for them. We tell them that Jesus is their forgiveness, their righteousness, and their redemption. 
We declare the truth of what Jesus has accomplished for them through his sacrifice on the cross and how they can now receive good because God's justice against their sin has been exacted in the body of another, Jesus. When the gift of righteousness and the blessing of God is declared over them, you can see the joy. You can see the tears flowing. Many of them tell me they've never heard this. And it's so sad because I think, oh God, if they only knew what you've done for them, they wouldn't be living this way. They could receive from you what they think that they have to earn. Romans 1, 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God, not yours, is revealed a righteousness that is by faith from first to last. Just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. That is Romans 1, 16 NIV. The word salvation here in this verse is the Greek word soteria. It means salvation, healing, wholeness, soundness of mind, deliverance, protection from evil. It encompasses everything that we need in this world. I truly believe the word of God and the power of the gospel to heal, deliver, and prosper every individual regardless of their situation. The new covenant of grace is defined as unearned, undeserved, unmerited favor with God. This is the basis of how we can receive the good we do not deserve. Whether it is salvation for our souls, healing for our bodies, or deliverance from our enemies. I see the gospel's power working firsthand in hearts as hardness and hopelessness melts away from encountering love himself. Beloved, we need each member of the body of Christ fully functioning in their God-given, ordained callings, calling others into the goodness of God in their spheres of influence. We are in need of you, dream of God. Let me say that again, just to make sure you heard me. We need you. We cannot afford for you to sit home thinking someone else will go, or I'm not qualified. Worse yet, I am the wrong gender. It is your time, dreams of God to rise with him and occupy the places he is leading you into. Gideon felt completely unqualified. And honestly, most of the time, I feel a lot like Gideon. The Lord saw him differently. The Lord lifted him into the reality of how heaven saw him. 
The Lord called Gideon a mighty warrior when Gideon saw himself as the least of these. This is Judges 6, 11 through 16. The angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak in Ophrah that belonged to Joash, the Abzerite, where his son Gideon was threshing wheat in a winepress to keep it from the Midianites. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but if the Lord is with us, then why has all this happened to us? And where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about? When they said, Did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of Midian. The Lord turned to him and said, Go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. And the Lord answered him, I will be with you, and you will strike down all the Midianites, leaving none alive. That is Judges 6, 11-16 NIV. You see, just like the Lord called Gideon into who he was created to be, his dream, we must begin to call others as the Lord Jesus sees them. It's time, church, to rise in honor for one another and be known for our love. Love honors. Love never criticizes nor condemns. Love is always lifting others up. This is the model for the ministry of Jesus. He never walked around condemning, only lifting people into the unmerited grace of God. Esther 4.14 For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. That is Esther 4, 14 NIV. Church, it is in the lifting of each other and the least of these that we will truly rise. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. If you liked today's episode, be sure to subscribe, share it with your friends. If you want more information on our ministry and how you can partner with us, please visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. We've got information on there about our events, blog posts, the Extravagant Love Store, and more. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Christina Pereira Ministries. Until then, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless you.